Hey guys, as you know, it is time to pay the bills. This podcast was brought to you by Anchor, which is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right now from your phone or your computer. It also has creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast so it sounds great. On top of that, they'll also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. I'm talking about Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other listening platforms that are out there. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So go ahead, download the Anchor app, or you can go on your PC or laptop to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome everyone to the SNF Experience. I'm Angel, aka Darkfire Angel X on Twitch. In this podcast, I'm gonna take you on a journey through the world of gaming, tech, and all things nerdy. Get ready for a weekly dose of the latest gaming news, groundbreaking tech updates, and fascinating nerdy tidbits, all curated and presented by yours truly. So sit back. Grab your headphones and join me on the SNF experience where every episode is guaranteed to be an epic adventure. Peace. So to start off in our gaming news today, we're going to be talking about the jam-packed lineup of new releases that are set to come out in early 2023. If you're a gamer, then this is going to be the section for you because we're about to delve into some of the most highly anticipated games and expansions of the year. Starting with February, there are going to be a bunch of new games and expansions to look forward to. Sorry, I keep messing up that word, expansions. (laughs) The month will kick off with Deliver Us Mars, which is releasing on February 2nd. This game is available on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, all the Xbox One series devices. Um, On February 10th, we have Hogwarts Legacy, which is a must-play for Harry Potter fans. It's available on PlayStation 5, Windows PC, and Xbox Series X. But those are just the first few of the many games that are coming out in February. On February 14th, Valentine's Day, we have Blanc and Tomb Raider Reloaded, which are releasing on Nintendo Switch and PC, respectively. The same day, Theatre Rhythm Final Bar uh, Final Bar Line is set to hit Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4, while Wild Hearts will be available on PlayStation 5, Windows PC, and Xbox Series X. If you're looking for even more gaming excitement, February 21st is going to be the day for you. Atomic Heart and Like a Dragon, Ishin are both set to release on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, and both the Xbox Series 1 and X. And for those of you with PlayStation VR 2, you're going to be in for an even more immersive gaming experience. As the device is set to launch on February 22nd, along with a list of exciting titles, including Horizon, Call of the Mountain, Fantavision, 202X, and um, many others. And just when you thought February couldn't get any better, 
we're just going to go ahead and sweeten up the deal. We have even more games releasing later in the month. Blood Bowl 3, which is releasing on February 23rd. And is available on PlayStation 4, 5, and Windows PC. Xbox One, while Company of Heroes 3, is releasing on Windows PC. And for those of you who are fans of the Kerbal Space Program franchise, like myself, Kerbal Space Program 2 is launching in early access on February 24th. Now, moving on to March, we have another exciting lineup of games that are set to release. Wolong Fallen Dynasty is releasing on March 3rd and is going to be available on PlayStation 4, 5, Windows PC, and Xbox One. And for those of you who love horror games, Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse is releasing on March 9th and is going to be available on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4 and 5, PC, and Xbox One. Later in March, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza, and The Lost Demon is releasing on Nintendo Switch, while WWE 2K23 is set to hit on March 16th. For those of you who are fans of the Resident Evil franchise coming up, the highly anticipated Resident Evil 4 remake is releasing in March, as is The Last of Us Part 1 and MLB The Show 23. And let's not forget about the System Shock remake and Sifu, which are both set to be released this year. So, in conclusion, it looks like uh, early 2023 is shaping up to be a fantastic time for a lot of us gaming fans, with a long list of highly anticipated releases and expansions to look forward to. So, whether you're into action, role-playing, horror, sports games... Um, there's a little something for everyone. Despite a few setbacks and delays, it looks like the future is bright. We're looking good for a lot of the upcoming games and we can't wait to see what's in store. Now, next up on the experience is our tech news with a list of the phone companies planning to launch some new products this year. First up, Samsung and OnePlus, which have already released their new phones. The Samsung Galaxy S23 was announced on February 1st while the OnePlus 11 5G launched globally on February 7th. But what can we expect from the other big name companies in the coming months? Based on rumors and previous launch cycles, it's possible to make some educated guesses. For example, the iPhone 15 lineup is expected to arrive in September and could possibly feature USB-C charging for the first time. Additionally, the Galaxy S23 Ultra is rumored to have Samsung's new 200 megapixel camera sensor, making it an exciting prospect for photography enthusiasts. Um, one of the most exciting rumors we've heard is that Google may be releasing a foldable phone in 2023, which is expected to resemble the Oppo Find N. This device could offer a new form factor for Google and add to the growing list of foldable phones in the market. Meanwhile, Samsung's Galaxy Z Fold will be on its fifth generation in 2023, and there are rumors that the next version of the phone-tablet hybrid will feature a slot for storing Samsung's S Pen Stylus, a lighter design, and a less noticeable crease. We can also expect to see updates to Samsung's Galaxy A series with the Galaxy A54 5G, expected to be the next phone in the series following the Galaxy A53 5G's um, launch last spring. And if you don't know um, which is the Samsung Galaxy A series, that's one of their budget line phones. Um, moving on to Google's Pixel lineup, 
Uh, the Pixel 7 and the 7 Pro have only been out since mid-October of 2022, but rumors have already started to surface about the Pixel 8 family coming up. Um, German tech blog Win Future reports that it found references to two unreleased Pixel smartphones in publicly available code. The findings indicate that these two devices are codenamed Shiba and Husky, and that they're powered by a new processor codenamed Zuma. The code also suggests that these devices will run on Android 14 and include 12 gigabytes of RAM, according to WinFuture. If Google maintains its tradition, we could see a cheaper version of the Pixel 7 known as the Pixel 7a launch in spring or in a summer time frame. Um, rumors about the Pixel 7a are scarce right now, but developer Kuba Wojciechowski, I pretty much butchered that name, um, but he says that he found details possibly pertaining to the Pixel 7a in the Android code base, suggesting that some fairly significant upgrades are in store. Um, so what does this mean for consumers? Well, if you're in the market for a new phone, 2023 is shaping up to be a great year to upgrade. Um, with new devices from some of the biggest names in the industry, there will be no shortage of options to choose from. Um, but it's not just the hardware. We can also expect to see more emphasis on software and services with companies focusing on providing a more seamless and integrated user experience. For example, Apple's rumored plan to merge its iOS and macOS operating systems could be a game changer, allowing for greater cross-device compatibility and more unified ecosystem. Of course, um, it's important to remember that rumors of just that. Rumors. So we'll see what the future holds for us. All right, moving on. Now, last but not least, moving on to our nerdy news, let's kick it off with The Last of Us Season 2. First and foremost, you know, fans were overjoyed when The Last of Us scored a Season 2 renewal after only two episodes of the series had aired. Neil Druckmann, executive producer of the show and the writer and creative director of the video game, said in a statement, quote, I'm humbled, honored, and frankly overwhelmed that so many people have tuned in and connected with our retelling of Joel and Ellie's journey. The collaboration with Craig Mazin, our incredible cast and crew, and HBO exceeded my already high expectations. Now we have the absolute pleasure of being able to do it again with Season 2. The Last of Us, a post-apocalyptic television series based on the popular video game of the same name, has been a massive success since its debut on HBO in June of 2021. The show, which stars Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey in the lead roles of Joel and Ellie, has captivated audiences with its tense storytelling and visceral action. The series follows the journey of Joel and Ellie, two survivors in a world ravaged by a fungal infection that turns people into mindless, flesh-eating monsters. Along the way, they encounter other survivors, some of whom are willing to do anything to survive, even if it means sacrificing others. The show has been praised for its faithful adaptation of the source material and its stunning visual effects. The first season of The Last of Us was critically acclaimed and quickly became one of HBO's most watched shows of the year. Fans were thrilled when HBO announced that the series would be returning for a second season. Neil Druckmann, the executive producer of the show and the writer and creative director 
of the video game again expresses gratitude for the support of the show um, that's received in the statement. Um, he also shared his excitement about the opportunity to continue Joel and Ellie's story in the second season. While there's no word yet on what the second season of The Last of Us will entail, fans can rest easy knowing that the creative team behind the show is dedicated to delivering another season of top quality television. With Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey set to reprise their roles, viewers can look forward to seeing more of Joel and Ellie's journey in the harsh world they inhabit. Um, now, moving on with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania early reactions reveal several important details about the new Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. The latest installment of the Ant-Man franchise is right around the corner from hitting theaters. After Phase 4 proved to be a bit more divisive than the Infinity Saga, questions about audiences' ap- appetites for more of the MCU have arisen. This puts Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in a position of needing to deliver an experience that will once again get viewers eager to invest their time in watching multiple movies and Disney Plus shows every year to stay up to date with the franchise. After the red Holly, after the sorry guys, after the red carpet Hollywood premiere for the movie, the first Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania reactions are rolling in. Um, The film takes viewers on a journey back to the quantum realm that is built around a conflict between Scott Lang, who's played by Paul Rudd, and Kang the Conqueror, played by Jonathan Majors. Um, While official reviews of the film can't be published, Marvel did allow social media reactions to be posted by those who've seen it. The Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania early reactions reveal details about the film's tone, how it utilizes its characters, and what audiences can expect in terms of larger MCU connections. Now, last and finally, um, let's talk about The Flash. If you watch Super Bowl 57, then you were subjected to a crazy amount of ads and movie trailers, but none of them were as particularly as intriguing as DC Comics' The Flash movie. Um, With the company in a state of disarray and approaching a total reset under James Gunn, The Flash is one of the last films to be tied to the the last DC Expanded uh, Universe alongside Aquaman 2 and possibly a potential Flash sequel. Most notably, The Flash features the return of Michael Keaton as Batman, um, Keaton played the Cape Crusader in nineteen in the 1989 movie Batman, as well as the 1992 sequel Batman Returns. Um, ben Affleck, who also played Bruce Wayne and Batman in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice and the Justice League, also has a small role, role in the movie. Um, Ezra Miller, who uh, who portrayed Barry Allen in the Justice League movie and Batman vs Superman Returns in the Flash movie, set to release in June. Um, Miller, who, who's been embroiled in a number of controversies and legal issues in recent years, was retained by Warner Brothers um, to play the superhero. If The Flash 2 is greenlit, then Ezra Miller is expected to play the hero again. Um, also, for those of you CW fans, Grant Gustin, who does play The Flash on the popular CW series, is rumored to have a cameo in the upcoming movie. Um, and fans, you know, we're looking forward to see how it goes. Um, if you do remember the series, um, there was an episode where Barry Allen 
and um, played by uh, Ezra Miller and Barry Allen played by uh, Grant Gustin were both in a scene together and they were fanboying over each other's suits. So possibly that might be the scene that's going to be in the movie. We don't know. I am actually looking forward, uh, looking forward to it because I definitely want to go and see it. So once the movie is out, I will definitely put a review out for you guys and yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, and that brings you to the end of my show. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Please like, um, please add me to your, uh, podcast playlist and I'm looking forward to you guys subscribing and also leave any reviews if you like. Um, and you can follow me on Twitch, um, Darkfire Angel X, and I will also have a YouTube channel posted up pretty soon. So thank you so much. Much love. Love you guys. Have an amazing and wonderful day. Peace.